Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. To oh, when the town with Luke Gregory. Hello and welcome to Oh, when the town, and here's what's coming up today. Last minute heartbreak for Luton at Cardiff on Saturday, and here's what Graham Jones had to say. I'm not thinking about who scored it. I was thinking about stopping the cross. I'm thinking about punching the ball. I'm thinking about um, Luke Berry's trying to have some composure for us in a real frantic moment for both teams. We discuss Ryan Tunnicliffe's start to Luton life. He doesn't, he doesn't stop, yeah, he doesn't stop either, does he? Even, even the 80th minute or whatever, he's still sprinting across there trying to stop the, like, close the ball down, whatever else. We answer your Instagram questions and loads more. Tonight, I'm joined by Bataro and Dave, who's sitting in for Steve. How are you both? Yeah. Very well, thank you. Good, mate. Thank you, yourself. Before we get into... Oh, before... Oh, well, just ignore me. Cheers. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm gutted after Saturday, to be honest. I was about to say, before we get into the reaction, how... Mm. How are your initial reactions from the game? Guided. Yeah. Guided. <laughs> Still guided. Thought we'd salvage the point. I thought we played well enough to earn a point. Yeah. And it's to be snatched away in such dramatic fashion I was... Think, yeah, it hurts more because it was yeah. uh, for sale. I mean, if, mm. it, if it, like I say, if, if it had been just towards the end of the game and we lost 2-1, yeah, maybe take it, but 95th minute? 96th right, minute. Yeah. Before we look more in depth for the Cardiff game then, let's kick off with the three-word reviews. This is what you guys were saying on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram after the loss to to Cardiff. John says, nothing to fear. STW warranted a point. John Earl says, inevitable, still promising. Louise says, very early days. Callum, keep the faith. Kieran, Matty Pearson's magic. Aaron says, the ref was awful. Mm. Alex says, stop the cross. And a bit of a controversial one, Matt says Sluga is overrated. Ooh, and he's based that decision on, what, two, two games? Two games. Yeah, that's yeah. it. What do you make of that, Bataro? Oh. Sluga is overrated, that Matt says. <laughs> I've got three words myself. Mm. Give him time. How about that? Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah give him some time. Wise words from Bataro. Well, I just think that's a bit shocking, really. Two games, and he has made, like we were saying earlier, Dave, how many saves he made? Absolutely worldly saves against Middlesbrough and in and, and the Cardiff game too. Yeah, he made some amazing saves. Especially that one in the first half when he tips it onto the bar. I mean, yeah. you see the highlights on uh, EFL and yeah, Questing as well. Save. Great save. Well, it was our first meeting with Cardiff in 12 years. Um, they, had, I think they started pretty well and, and you could tell they were like a Premier League team three months ago. They, they, a Premier they, League team who played hoofball quite a lot as well. Yeah, but they started quickly, didn't they? Yeah, they did, but... I didn't think we was at the, at the races to begin with. I thought we was a bit off pace. I thought some of our defending was poor and we weren't on top of them. Whether that was because Cardiff were quick or we weren't quick enough. They were a very physical team, weren't they, as well? Yeah, I mean, some of, the, some of the defending at the beginning for me was not as good as it should have been. That's how I felt about well, it. Well, Pelly gave the ball away pretty much instantly, didn't he? And yeah. gave him a chance to run at us, which straight away doesn't fill you with confidence when they've got three of their attackers against Bradley and Pearson. No, but... Fortunately but, for us, we, we got away with it, didn't we? Yeah, but you'd expect that, wouldn't you? With with a team like that at home, you know, it's their first home game of the season, that they didn't win their first game of the season. So yeah. you'd expect mm-hmm. them to come at you in that way. 
So you well, had to, Warnock probably told them to do that, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, you know. and you've got to soak up the pressure, haven't you? And, and, you know, effectively we did that, but it wasn't encouraging at the beginning no. at all. Was it first 10, 12 I think minutes, it was first down. five or 10. It, yeah. Yeah. Cardiff could have scored two or three. Um, they had it, that chance. Murphy, wasn't it? Yeah, Murphy yeah, put it into the chance, side netting. Because yeah. that yeah. one, I thought, he probably should have scored that one. Oh, it was awful, yeah. wasn't it? Um, and that's the guy that's played, what, Premier League for Newcastle, I believe, or whatever. Is that him? Is that the same one? Well, he played Premier League last year for Cardiff, didn't he? They signed him from Norwich. The other the other Murphy was at Newcastle, oh, okay, but he's sorry, now in the yeah. Championship as well somewhere. Mm. Oh, I can't good. remember who he signed. They're brothers, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. A lot of twins. That's, Very that's what I'm up, confused, mate. yeah. Um, so, technically, we could have been two or three down in the first five, ten minutes. And I guess you could say we rode our luck a bit. Not to be. Massively rode our luck. We've got mean, to do that in this league. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Let's face it, other teams that we face this season will do exactly the same as us. We might dominate them for certain periods of the game, like, we, like I felt we did against Cardiff, like I felt we did against Middlesbrough. But I feel like if you haven't got that quality in your team, you're going to get caught. Whereas if so like you've got a bit of added quality, so like Middlesbrough, like, like the two teams we've faced, you can see what they've got in their team and they yeah. get away with quite a lot. Probably because they've got a bit of added quality, they can read the situation a bit more. We're not always going to get away with that. Minor lapses, that's going to cost us. No, it will, I think. I but we're still, still coming I, think, I think when we started, yeah, we were a bit off the pace. But then as the game started getting on after five or six minutes, I think that they settled down and they, and they calmed it down a bit. Mm-hmm. And then they did actually, you know, stop them from creating chances as much as they did in the first five or ten minutes. Yeah. What would you put that down to? Because, like you said, after ten minutes, once we did kind of get a foothold in the game, we were passing around quite nicely. Is that just down to maybe nerves at the start? You know, it's our first away game. We're coming out of a stadium with 25,000 people. Is yeah, it? Yeah, maybe. Take I think, a bit of time. I think also as well, I think the wind played a bit of a major part, didn't it? So there's a few times they kept lumping it forward. Well, they lumped and it forward most of the game, yeah, well, to be fair. Yeah. But there was one, I think, in the first five minutes where yeah, Kelly was the last was man. Yeah. yeah. Bounces and, and yeah. it's just... And right. he somehow, the, the striker, whoever it was, or the winger, whoever, I don't know who it was, and whoever it was, got in front of Pelly even though Paddy was trying to shield him off, but the wind held the ball up and he didn't read the situation. This yeah. is what I mean. Mm. So you get used to conditions yeah. and then you start improving how you're playing. But, you know, at the very beginning, the defence was awful mm. and they were coming at us at a real pace. And then after that... It was that counter-attack, wasn't it? That's yeah. What it was. yeah. But, and, and then after that, it sort of calmed down a bit. And I think when once we got possession of the ball, then they, they realised they had a game on their hands, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, once we settled, I think we did play some nice stuff and we were knocking it around the back really nicely. And it, it was kind of like there wasn't a rush in our play, was there? There was no rush to get it forward. It was, you know, if we want to pass around the back for five minutes, let's do that. But I think that's also part keep of the, the ball. Like the yeah, it doesn't have to be a rush. It doesn't have to be a rush, does it? You don't no, have no, to rush. That's why create, I think create the opportunity. Away, especially away from home yeah. against a team like Cardiff. You can't afford to keep losing the ball. No, exactly. Just keep the ball because... I mean, we have the ball, they can't score. Yeah, you know. so like in a, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes of play that we didn't keep the ball in that game and we've gone maybe long instead of trying to pass it about, we could, we could easily concede the goal from that. Look, look at when they got the ball in our, in our half, sorry. <laughs> I mean, well, in the final third, I mean, like I say, they could have done a lot better, but... I guess as well, with, with keeping that possession, it's working to that potential opportunity, which, mm. you know, I think Graham Jones is either looking to provide from width with McManaman and yeah. into Collar or something. McManaman had two very good chances in that first half. One was that volley he skied way over the bar. 
And the other one was the one I thought Pelly shot of his left oh, foot. I don't, don't know if you've seen this is, on the highlights. Yeah, is that where Pelly took a, I don't know, an awful touch? Yeah, but it bounced into McManaman's path yeah. and he tried to put it under the keeper. Yeah. Maybe could have chipped it over. Have you seen that day before? No. No. Well, could obviously I saw it on the day, but oh, I don't remember. Mate, Pelly it, first time. Yeah, I, I think so. But mate, it's still it's... a good chance for, for us to score. Yeah, but I think we need to be a bit more ruthless in them sort of situations, especially away from home. Yeah. Because you don't get you don't you don't get that many chances no. away from home. Have you so seen yeah, it you, you know. Well, I was obviously on the day. Yeah, yeah, but I haven't seen the rerun of that. I didn't realise at first until I saw the highlight of it how bad how sorry how much of a great chance it was to score. Because all we had to do, well, I say all we had to do. It's still a lot to do. Still got to put it in the back of the net. But he just mate, open your body up a little bit and hit it. I was going to say Brilliant. from watching it back if Pelly's taken it the wrong way he should have yeah. opened his body and hit it with his right but he, he I didn't think, do I that. think what nine times out of ten that's a goal You'd great chance but it's it's you know ifs and buts and whatever else but we'll, we'll thing get is, there when, when, you, when you're away and basically you're the underdog when you go to a bigger ground like that for a team not like we were playing when you're away you do have to try and take your chances um but you're not going to get everyone right, are you? So no, when you, when you get a chance and it and you on, on reflection, given the result, you think that's a bad miss. Having said that, had the result been one each, it wouldn't have been such a bad miss. No, right? of course. Well, Cardiff had um, you can you might score like every chance you get. So it's it'd be lovely if you did score every yeah, chance you get, wouldn't it? Let's be fair. There could be games like that though. You never mm. know. Cardiff had a great chance um, again from a set piece. Obviously, they scored from set pieces. Yeah. We'll get into that. Okay, it was um, this was the the Sluga save we were on about earlier mm-hmm. on. Tipped the header onto the crossbar. It was a very good save, and very I think this one you said maybe if Shea was in goal, that extra height from Sluga was the reason it was yeah. saved instead of someone like it was, finger, it was fingertips, wasn't it? It was yeah. fingertips on the bar, and then he got up and he had to get up and react to the to the extra yeah. bit of that. But he's, you know, at the time, you saw his hand. It was amazing, amazing. I think, to be honest, I think the highlights on the TV don't really do any justice because when you're seeing it in like live motion, yeah, it looks so much better. Maybe that's because we were getting a bit gassed up over it. But (laughs) no, I think on the the telly as well. On the telly as well, I think you don't get that the save. You think more often they've hit the crossbar. Mm -hmm. You don't think he's tipped it onto the crossbar. As he did, massive, massive I think from our on. our view behind that, well, in the corner, yeah, you, you see that that tip onto oh, the you bar. See it and, perfect angle, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, when he headed that, I was what I said. Yeah, was that's a great I need header. The rebound really. The thing is, the thing is that's bothering me at the moment though is that the fact Sluga's having to make these saves from set pieces. It seems to be a, an issue. And um, I, to be honest, I think when you're playing against Cardiff, okay, if it happens all season, yeah, it's an issue. But if you take Cardiff, I know obviously against Middlesbrough as well, it's the same kind of thing. A few set pieces, they worried us, whatever else. But against Cardiff, there is no shame in saying that you struggled against them no, when it comes to set pieces because they are a very good set piece side, Cardiff. But very you know what, right? you know, I think I said this in last week's podcast, it's that step up to the championship where every cross seems to be a... a a banger of a cross mm-hmm. that's just calling out for a strike well, that's the quality though isn't it that's the thing in League 1 you know there could be 5 or 10 crosses mm-hmm. and 8 of them could just go beyond for a goal kick or be yeah. over hit or under hit but these every cross in this league seems to be perfect and that's why you, you have to rely on your centre backs and your defenders one to stop them and one to defend yeah. them of course. Um, and so the, the goalkeeper gets isolated sometimes but the, the, the save we're talking about was a world class save 
Going class. back to what you just said there, then, about the centre-backs needing to be aware of that, is that something that, because Bradley's never played at this level, that he's going to have to quickly learn that, you know, these crosses are coming in, whipped in, and they're going to be perfect crosses that he needs to start? I think you've got to give them a couple of games, haven't you? You've got to, mm-hmm. And they'll get used to it. And they'll right. know what to do. Sorry, Bradley is... He's perfect for this league. How long, how long have we been saying it for years about Sonny Bradley? He's a championship player, mate. He, he really is. And I don't. I think the last two games, I think he's been our best defender. Well, best let's move on to well, Cardiff's yeah. first goal. It happened after half time. Um, it was a free kick from quite a way out. It was just kind of hit to the far post. Uh, this is one of them goals. I think it's just such a poor goal to concede. It's and awful. I wanted to move on quickly because you said about Bradley. And if you watch the replay. Yeah, Bradley did say. kind of let his man run. Yeah, I know you can well, say. Yeah, who was the other one? Was Pearson with him as well? Uh, the... Well, there was two of the yeah, the, two far the, back, like the two of their attackers ran behind our defenders, and it was just a little tap in in the end, wasn't it? You know, I think from watching the replay, there looks there could be a bit of confusion with because Bradley didn't track his man. Maybe Bradley's thinking Sluger's coming to claim that, and then mm-hmm. I don't know what Sluger uh, was doing. The goalkeeper couldn't have claimed that cross. Not at all. Uh, I think it was played in at a, quite an angle where it's ideal to ideal to run on. It was a good place to run yeah. into, but an ideal place to run on. What our defenders weren't tight enough to those attackers, and he basically was, had that space to kick it in. That's what I was saying. Like, is did Bradley in his head think, "Oh, Sluga's going to come out and claim this"? Because otherwise, unless it's just poor and like lazy, not I want to say lazy from Bradley, but to not follow his man, you know, that's. Uh, yeah. At you the know. same time as well, the delivery was very good. At the same time, yeah, but, you just talked about delivery. You're saying how yeah. good those crosses and it are. was very poor. It was very poor defensive from us. And like I say, whoever it was lost his mouth. I, I can't remember. Obviously, I remember the goal, but I don't know who lost who and whatever else. But the gap between I mean. our two defenders and their two attackers, especially because there was two of them at the side, mm. any one of those two could have scored that goal. Yeah, any one of those two, and it was like when you watched it back, you just, oh, why did we do that? Talking of that guy as well, do you know I've had a few people today saying about Sluga was at fault for two of them goals, and just to say to them people that is absolute shite because that first goal, I don't think Sluga could do anything about that. I don't. Did you agree or do you disagree? No, I, I agree with you. I've just said that. I've just said yeah. that the cross was good. I don't think you could have expected him to get it. However, I think the the, the space that we allowed their attackers. I don't. I can't remember who scored. To be fair, it was Aidan Flint, wasn't it? Yeah, but the the space that we allowed him to gain by running round the back of our defence was schoolboyish. Really. What I will say about Sluger for this first goal, and this is what I love about this podcast because it's fully our own opinions. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong. It's not right. But it'd be great if well, you don't agree to, right. to have a oh. discussion with us over on Twitter. Don't just tweet us and say, "Oh, what a load of, just ha- let's have a discussion about it." Yeah. If Sluger makes his mind up that he's going to come out and claim that cross. Do you reckon he just comes out and catches it? Is he, is he thinking in his head, like, I don't know if I should come out and catch this? Because he kind of comes out and just... I think it just drops... Kind of makes a mess of point, the situation, doesn't he? It's, it's, in that, like, it's in that corridor, isn't it? We don't really know. He's damned if he does and he's damned if he doesn't. You know, If he comes out, flaps at it, then you're telling him you should have stayed on your line. That's what you're saying. Well, I don't blame him for the first goal. I really don't. I don't blame him for the first goal because I think when you look at the, the the runs that weren't followed for the for the tap in, mm-hmm. it's poor. It's poor. 
So yeah. I think at the end of the day, Sluger did everything he could. I mean, you've got to be running, you've got to be tracking your man as well as a centre half. Yeah. Because what was it? Where did he finish it? About eight yards out, was it in the end? Yeah, it was close, yeah. See, I, well, I'd like to see it again. But Just then, being switched on, innit? It feels like Bradley it. wasn't switched on. Mate, you switch off like split a second, you're going to get punished in this league. It's going to happen. Completely irrelevant. I remember um, there was something that happened in the second half. Butterfield switched off for like half a second and was second to the ball. And I think mm-hmm. I said to you at the time, I was like, he wasn't switched on there. Yeah. You can just tell. He's just. Is that, that also when he said that he uh, had weights attached to his legs? Because he's, oh, he's, he's just very a bit slow, slow, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's very good, though, isn't he? Quality player. We'll get onto Butterfield later on today. Um, you know, from there then, Cardiff had a few more chances. This is where they really started to pick it up a bit. One of the ones was, um, oh, it sounds like we're slating Sluger here. Uh, the ball came in the box. Sluger kind of flapped it, didn't he? He was um, mm. tried to catch it. Ended up falling to yeah, one of their that, strikers right, and admit, cleared that, off the line. That was very poor goalkeeping. That was yeah, terrible. Should have been a bit more. Mm-hmm. Hey, if we had a perfect goalkeeper, he'd make no mistakes. Well, right? yeah, and he he would know, I love Sluger. Million, yeah. million, yeah. This isn't just like a Sluger no. bashing podcast. He's, He's going to come good. He's going to come very yeah, good. Yeah, he will. He will. But what happened, you know, what happened before he flapped it? Why was the, why did the cross go in? You know, so you can't just blame him, can no, you? No, you can't. But I think a lot of people were doing that this year. I think, yeah, uh, can, especially can, a lot of fans having scapegoating people. You it's said just, this earlier. You have got to give him some time. Yeah, of course, of course you do. You know, and and you know, Get behind him, he's a Luton player. Yeah, not not even that. As a goalkeeper, he's had two games in goal for mm. us. You know, and I think he's had quite a lot to do as well in them two games. He's had a lot to do. He's yeah. done so well. And, you know, we don't want to sit here and, and bash players. I like to think, like, we try and keep it real and we talk about mm-hmm. the game and the goals and what happened. And But it's like you said, like, you don't blame Suga for that first one. He could have probably done a bit better with this yeah. flapping out that cross, you know, and it was thankfully cleared off the line. Um, so it didn't really matter in the end. it comes to the goal, like we said, the second one, the winning goal. Oh, we'll get on to the second yeah, goal. We'll, we'll have a chat about that soon. We had... This is when we kind of grew into the game a bit more as well. Because I remember I kept saying to you, uh, we're going to get we're gonna get one chance. We're going to get one yep. golden chance. We kind of had two in the space of like three minutes. And it came when the substitution happened. Cornick came on for Moncur, I think. Um, Cornick went out to the right. Yep. Colo down the middle. I think... Is that when he tries to pull it back? To the left. Yeah, so Cornick yeah. went down down the right. He pulled it back for McManaman. Just couldn't get his shot away. Yeah. And I thought that was the chance. Do you, what, did you, what are you thinking when McManaman gets that ball there? I'm thinking we're going to score. And then I'm gutted that he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. and he starts but, And you're right. Cause <laughs> we, we talked about creating chances and taking chances. In the first half, we had two. In the, but, mm. uh, and in the second half, you're thinking, well, that's our best chance of the game yeah. so far. I think McManaman could have hit it first time yeah. as well when you... See, I haven't seen the replay back. I, I remember it obviously as it happened. Yeah, but, but you know, these when you when you're in away, you're losing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get a chance at some point, maybe one, maybe two, and that's the one you want to go. And that goes in. The game changes straight away. And that was quite early on in the game, wasn't it? In the second, second half. half, yeah. Well, I put in the group chat to uh, our mates with Stephen in it because he was obviously not at the game in Manchester. Yeah. yeah. I just said that was literally our best chance. Cornick down the right, McManaman just kind of couldn't get his shot away in time. And then two minutes later, I'm texting the same thing. Oh my God, we've just had a better chance. And it was the same thing where Cornick's yeah. down the right using his pace. What a substitution, by the way. I thought he was yeah, I was going to say, how, how was good brilliant. was it when he came on? Yeah. It changed the, pa- yeah, yeah. changed the pace of the game on that side. 
he got he he got them. I think, do you know what the thing I really liked about it, which you didn't really see a lot last season or season before. So I think he's got a lot better at this. I think well, he's obviously been told to do it a bit more, but he keeps pinning his man now. Have you noticed? He he oh, he's physically quite weak, but what he does do now, if you notice, when the ball's up in the air, he'll back into his man a lot more mm-hmm. now. Whereas yeah. he never used to do that. He's draw a line pace, didn't he? Or just but he is like, quick as well. But when he put his pace in, you know, when he was going down that wing, he was quick and he mm. was better than their defender. Yeah, better than anything, and he created so much yeah. more chances after when he came on. It was great. It changed the pace of the, our game. And I, I think th- we needed that pace yeah. at the weekend. Mate, he's a great player to have as well, isn't he? Yeah. Impact. And he's player. only getting better. He's yeah. only getting better. I'm, I'm quite Mate, happy. You with remember when we first signed him a couple of years back? Yeah. Wow, what an improvement! Exactly. Well, he set up the, the probably our best chance then at the time was the pullback to Colo. I think the whole oh, two and a half thousand Moon fans thought it was in, didn't they? Yeah, it was so yeah, disappointing. I was celebrating. <laughs> I mean, it was a great strike as well. I mean, it was inches away. It wasn't that far away from, from going in. Um, Should Colin score that? Uh, you, you, oh, you could say that about any attacker, can't you? Yeah, but if you're relying on goals and, and stuff, should Collins tuck that away? It's, Maybe that's the target edge of the six-yard box, isn't it? Yeah. In an ideal world, yeah. But it's not an ideal world, mm-hmm. is it? He had a, he, he took it. He had a good a go at it, and he wasn't that far off it. If I remember right, didn't it come to him as he was sort of at a side angle as well? So he had yeah. to sort of like swivel a little bit, yeah, and get the technique right. I thought the technique was there, but it's just sometimes it happens there, and the ball gets fizzed into you like that. It's it is what it is. But I don't think there was one chances. Luton fan that didn't think that that was going to go as soon as he as soon as he struck it, it was going to go in, wasn't it? And yeah. it's rippled the side. Um, All I remember was looking to the left and seeing everyone with their hands on their head. How did that not go in? <laughs> The thing for me, I think Colo played far too deep. I think he's far too yeah, in the midfield that, area. He was was that, we'll get into that uh, later on in the episode. Thing, we'll get into that mm. later on in the episode. Um, let's talk about our equaliser then. Apparently, Beautiful it wasn't goal. a corner in the first place, according to some Cardiff fans. I have no idea. I've not seen it back. Well, they'd say that. Irrelevant. Uh, Barry came on as a sub, and I think our set pieces were pretty poor afternoon. Butterfield was taking most of them. Yeah, didn't really, didn't really offer us much. Berry comes on and it's his first. So I think I said to you when he came on, I was like, at least yeah, Berry's on the corners yeah. now. I was like, that's good because he's a quality corner taker. Yeah, I give you that, Grace. I do remember that. And um, yeah, he puts in an incredible corner. Pearson like, with the header. Yeah, but the oh. delivery was great, but I think the header was even better. The, the header was, the, it was, mate, the it was fantastic. Have you yeah. seen it? Where he peeled yeah. off. I've watched that fucking 10, 15 times. Yeah. That header. Oh, it gets perfect. better and better. The, the behind the goal one, oh, the yeah. view of it, it's. It's just nestled in that perfect. corner. It's perfect. I don't know what the defender was doing as well. It was flew in as well. It flew in. And it was, it, was, it was what we deserved. At yeah. that point, we deserved all the possession, the change of our game. That goal, for me, was brilliant at the time. And is it not nice... Is, sorry, isn't it nice seeing us score set pieces now as well? Corners. Oh, yeah. well, that never used to happen, did it, to us? No. I remember I used to always say to Steve, I was like, we never score from corners. I must start putting like a five on every week if I score from a corner. <laughs> What was it, it? Three or four defenders now scored. Yeah, in two games, brilliant. It was a great header. Love. Just as soon as I hit the back of the net, it just it was an aggressive. It felt amazing, header. didn't it? It felt yeah. incredible. Well, and because we, we got the, the point, didn't we? We got the point we thought we deserved. That's. I, I was thinking, oh, you know, we just need to hang on now. Four minutes. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Four minutes, we hang on, and we deserved that from the performance overall of the game. We deserved that. Oh, I'm so upset. I was just thinking about it now. <laughs> Fuck me, um. Just, uh, obviously, once we scored that, Cardiff were going to go for it. They weren't going to... 
Well, Although they I needed, did, didn't they, really? I but do you know what? We had another chance after that, didn't we? Uh, I'm not sure. What, after going one all? Yeah, I mean, I don't think they went back um, down their end straight, our end straight I away. I think there was a time where, I think Cornet again, stretched them and yeah. ran in behind. But I, I think he, was, bit, le- I think he was left with no one in the box, though. Yeah, we had a bit of possession. It wasn't yeah. the fact that Cardiff got on it straight away and went down our end and, you know, peppered our goal. No, yeah, he didn't at all, did they? Yeah. They had the one chance, didn't they? Yeah. The one they scored from. Yeah. Well, Cardiff's winning goal then came in the 96th minute. Apparently, there was a silly free kick given away by Barry. I don't really remember this on the day, the free kick being given no. away. But I think it led to Hoyler getting the ball out on the left. I didn't even know it was a free kick. No, but I didn't even realise it was a free kick. I just thought it was a pass down the line, and he whipped it in. It's the, it's well, that's it's what the, I thought. But it's the last minute of the game. If anything happens, if, if you're going to try and give a, free, you just hoof it away. You just hoof yeah. it into that stand. That's what you do. You hoof it. I think there was a time about ten seconds before that where we tried to hoof it and completely fucking sliced it. So I don't know. It was Martin Berry, right? Well, sliced it up in the air. Graham Jones, as you heard at the start of this episode, he, he said something about Berry being composed and not giving away a silly free kick. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't quite remember how much before the goal this happened. A little bit of a blur, right? Um, Hoyler, he's a class player, let's yeah, be honest. I don't player. think you need to give this guy space. And and we kind of did. We had two players on him. Bree, I can't remember the other person who was with him, maybe Cornick. But they let him get the cross in. And oh, it's just, it just got in word it. Vassell yeah, just scores, yeah. heads in. And he is tossed before anyone says anything because he fucking celebrated like mad, didn't he? Yeah. Don't like him anymore. <laughs> don't like him. So here's some questions for you then. I don't want to say who's to blame for this goal, but who could have done better for the goal? What, the second one? For the second goal. Wow. I think it's a mixture of about three things put into one there, isn't it? I think it could Who's be. going to be the first to say the goalkeeper? <laughs> of course, because he'd, he'd auditioned for Superman, didn't he? But, and he <laughs> well. thing is though, if he stays on his line... Basel still hits the ball with his head. Mm-hmm. He still he, yeah, does he have a thing. better chance of saving? It goes in. Does it go in? It's like we said, earlier, like we were saying about ten minutes ago. It's about caught in two minds. Damn, if he does, damn, if he don't, kind of thing. It, what you were saying? If he if he comes out for that ball and he doesn't get it, mm-hmm. which he didn't, which yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get it. Vassell scores. If he stays on his line, Vassell gets the ball. He scores. I th- but the way I look at it is like you just said, when he comes for that ball, he needs to get it. He needs to get the ball. Yeah. Because that I cross has come Jones in. seen that as well. And it, he's, he's made that so easy for Vassell just because all he has to do it. is get it on target. So Vassell could have done the weakest header as long as he's, Sluger's missed it, he's, it's going in. Oh, it was a little like glance header, wasn't it? Over yeah, exactly. That's and that's what I look at the header and I think if Sluger's on his line... And Vassell's having to rush that header. Mm-hmm. Could he maybe catch it? Could he maybe make a save? But then again, you know, people would probably tell me, well, the cross shouldn't have come in. No, this is it. Well, Which is another true thing. Saying, the exactly. build-up build was key to that goal. Yeah. It wasn't just the goalkeeper. Oh, it was... No, it was I don't poor. want it to sound like I'm there was, bashing There was, about, there was two or three individual errors running up to that, about 10 seconds before that goal went in. Who was meant to be marking Vassell? Well, this is How did Vassell get in front of And why, was he, why, why was did he, he have no one around him for about five yards either? Exactly. He was by himself, mate. There was no one near him. Yeah, I it looked like he was Bradley in the box by himself. Following so, I, you know, some people have said it's definitely the goalkeeper's um, priority to come out and claim the mm-hmm. ball. But again, the, the cross was sort of whipped in, wasn't it? Bree, Bree was just on as a sub, really, weren't he? And yeah. I think he could have done a bit better to stop that cross. And I think in that situation where it's the last minute and you know You've got when that out. gets to Hoyler, his one 
aim is mm-hmm. to put that ball in the box. I think maybe we got to do better on that. Everyone knows what Hoyland's about as well. Everyone knows what he's about. If you watched Hoyland in the Premier League last he's year, brilliant. he got on that left wing and cut yeah. in all the time. All the time he used to do that. So maybe it's just a bit poor so for is that, is that not then a management fault by not pointing that out? Saying you've got to stop maybe this. Maybe it's in heat a moment, a new signing who's on, it's the last minute. And it was yeah, but you send your well. manager, your manager sends him on and says, "This is what you've got to do." Mm. So you've got to stop that happening. That's what that's mm. what the job of the manager is, right? Or the coaches are. But sometimes so, I just look at it. Sometimes I think a player like Hoyler, I think you could sit there and go, "Oh, you can stop this, you can do that to stop him." But I think he is a class above yeah, some I of the players that we've that. got. Oh, like, yeah, I just yeah. genuinely believe that we but can't you, handle him because the quality of some of our players aren't as good as the level he's on but there's, there's going to be teams we, we come across for the rest of the season that's going to be just yeah. as good as that but all you want to see I want to see a bit more commitment sometimes in stopping things going in the box because I've noticed against Middlesbrough as well I think for the first goal they scored like the first guy actually went in after what five minutes or whatever Pelly didn't close his man down mm-hmm. same thing it happened it's happened quite a few times I think that's like you said if we can just stop the crosses going in then they can't all be perfect into the no. box uh, you just touched on Pelly I thought he had a poor game yeah, so um, oh, we called it on the day. Mm-hmm. He was not at the pace from from the moment He's, the game started. We're kind of yet to see chilled. the same Pelly as mm-hmm. last year, aren't we? And I've, I think maybe for him it could be a bit of a shock as a step up as well. To maybe I want to see a bit more of an aggressive Pelly. Yeah, because I think he's too calm, too casual, and I think you're not going to get away with that in his league. No, all right, he's a good player, Pelly, but how can you be getting smashed off the ball by someone half the size of you? I tell you why because he's not as aggressive as the little man. Because he has been beaten down a few times and put down the floor. No, I think Pelly. he has. Do you think it's because of of the step up? I just think it's because of the step up, isn't it? It's a bit. Yeah, it's a physical it is, league. It is, but same time you've got to look at him and go. I know it's in his DNA to be very chilled and yeah. whatever he's doing. I don't. I don't think he was up to speed on Saturday. But there was a couple of times when he got the ball and he did run at them yeah, and he looked like he could cause some problems. But he just wasn't at the... For me personally, he wasn't at his best at the game on There was Saturday. a couple of times as well when you say about, obviously, when, you, when, you drive, when he drives at people. Yeah. It's brilliant, at it. there, was a, there was a time, I remember, Greg, you said to me about it, and he just done like two or three people in a skill move. Yeah. And then just stopped dead and didn't know what to yeah. do after that. It was a bit <laughs> yeah. like, mate, go on, just fucking drive with the ball. Kind of like, what do I do next kind yeah. of thing. Um, I think it'll come good. Just, yeah, just I, like, I, th- I think the whole team just needs that them few games to just get back up to speed. I think the we need a win as well. We do, yeah, we get do. a win. We and need a win. On. Settle the nerves a little bit. Uh, Butterfield came in to the squad. He did a good game. I thought he, he looked pretty decent on the ball. I think I said to you as well at one yeah. stage, Bataro. I actually brilliant. feel quite calm when Butterfield's on the ball. You feel mm-hmm. like okay. Yeah, he's I'm happy. Loser. I don't think he lost the ball, did he? Can't really remember, but. I thought, I, thought I, was, he's, I thought he was class. Was, was oh, yeah, he's a bit slow, like you said. But I think, <laughs> so, mate, if you're technically sound and your your brain ticks the right way, I think it doesn't matter how fast you are or whatever else. You just bit slow, bit small. Yeah, but apart yeah, from but, that, I thought he was solid. But mate, he wouldn't be playing what championship football for this long if he weren't good. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just well, we'll see, won't we? Well, it was an in- inter- interesting game entertaining game yeah, gutting game in the end um, I wanted to move on and talk about Ryan Tunnicliffe today have a bit of a player focus because mm-hmm. I thought he's been amazing in the two games he's played in the championship so far for us what have you made of him so far yeah excellent work rate everything about him I just, like, like you said in his interview when he first came to the club he was like oh yeah he does, likes to do a lot of what tackling 
bit of passing, bit of everything really. All round midfielder, and he's yeah. he's the perfect all round midfielder. After two games, he's a bit of a standout player for us, yeah, isn't he? Massively. Yeah. Do you reckon he's one of the first names then on the team sheet? Yeah, hundred percent. Well, no, I think he's a I think he's a favourite of Graham yeah. Jones's. I think yeah. he likes him. Yeah. And his performances have, have backed that up. He's backed that and up. And the thing is, he, he's strong. He doesn't, he he doesn't well. stop. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. stop either. Exactly. Doesn't he doesn't stop. Even in the 80th yeah. minute or whatever, he's still sprinting across there, trying to stop the, like close the ball down or whatever else. It's what brilliant. you need, though. It's yeah. what you need in the team. I think we might need another player like that in midfield. Yeah, I'd like to see Pelly do a bit more of that. But yeah, but if Pelly picks up his game, he could he could really benefit from mm-hmm. playing alongside. Oh him. yeah, of course, really benefit. I think I said in the, when we played well in Garden City in that friendly, and I could kind of see Tunnicliffe's role of mm-hmm. getting it from deep and driving it forward. Box I think box, we've seen yeah. that a bit this year, haven't we from him. Well, I say this year. Well, even in the, in friendly the last two Norwich, games, even against Norwich, he was yeah. the same, wasn't he? I didn't see Norwich well, friendly. Well, I didn't, yeah. but I watched, I watched the highlights back and right. some stuff on the app and that. But yeah, same as then. Well, here's some of the things you guys have said about Tunnicliffe. Kieran says, proving himself to be an excellent signing. Work rate is incredible. Always fighting for the full 90 minutes, which is what you just said. Uh, for me, one of the first names on the team, su- uh, team sheet. Absolute still, we got him as a free. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I think Millwall did want to keeping did yeah. they I think Millwall right, fans, fans wanted to keep him apparently Millwall off. didn't want to keep him have you him. seen all the tweets and yeah I've seen yeah, the tweets but um we're not happy were they but fucking mate we don't like Millwall anyway it's a sodden slow Luton Town FC on Twitter says first name on the team sheet it's a shame that Shinny or Pelly have to be dropped to accommodate him do you think that's true do you think they have to be dropped to accommodate him um no because if why weren't they dropped the first game then they all, they all played true so, but I don't know. I think maybe when you get the balance right, I think maybe someone like Shinny, if you're going to play him in the same kind of position, then yeah, one of them has to miss out, and I yeah. think it will be Shinny. I well, love Shinny. Oh yeah, so do I. Me personally, I'd play him behind the strikers, Shinny. But I don't know. Steve People says he doesn't score enough, so. He's been head and shoulders above everyone else and how he got him on a free, I don't know. He reads the game very well and seems to be the step off everyone when looking for that killer pass. Yep. So strong on the ball. I think everyone's... It's good. Everyone's seeing the same thing in yeah. Tunnicliffe, haven't they? Yeah, so he's he he strong on the ball and you know he can only improve mm-hmm. as the season goes on. I mean, how old is he now as well, Tunnicliffe? 26? He's in his 20s, yeah. He's, he's not that old. He's, he's not that old. He's yeah. in his prime as well, coming yeah. into it. I think he said he feels like he's in his prime really? at the moment. He's got a lot more to offer. Yeah, and, and 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 once you know, he's only been at the club a very short while at the mm-hmm. time. So once he gets, he's settled in nicely. Set, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's great. But as the season goes on, he'll only get better. Dylan says he's absolutely superb. Covers so much ground. He's aggressive, tenacious, but also technically very good. Been a real threat, operating higher up the pitch than I think most people thought he would. Because yeah. I think a lot of people thought he'd come in and be a bit more holding. Mate, but I think he's, box, he's box, just been he? class, hasn't he? he? Mate, he could do it all. He even said it himself. He likes to do a bit of everything, doesn't he? Dave said he's fantastic, controls the midfield, drives the play. Richard said, amazed we got him on a free, good player with experience at this level. Um, and Tony says, been our best player so far this season. His engine is ridiculous. If we can keep him fit all season, he'll be pivotal to us staying in this division. Yeah. And I think, great comments. And I'd... I'd I think everyone and just agrees, everyone, don't we? Yeah, so I've seen the same thing, which is great. Yeah. Amazed, amazed we got him on a free, then you should say, well done the management team for getting mm-hmm. him on a free yeah. and, and persuading him to come. That's probably one of the little whispers in his ear, wasn't it? Don't, yeah, don't join him, fuck his next season, come join us. <laughs> and he thought, yeah, right, bigger club, might as well. So I think I think he's definitely one of the first names on the, on the team sheet. Um, mm. Tunnicliffe, what a player. 
Let's move on to Instagram questions. We've got a few interesting ones today. So, Chris says, do you like the role Collins was playing against Cardiff? For me, he was in the midfield there too much. Yeah. yeah, well, we said that on the day, didn't we? He's very, he was very coming deep. very deep to get the ball. And, and I, you know, when, when we got the ball, we moved it out, you want to say, where's Collins? And he wasn't up far enough. Do you think there's a reason for that, though? Do you think it was a work rate as well in the middle? Maybe dropping back with Tarnycliff, trying to close that midfield down? Well, maybe. There was definitely a tactical yeah. reason behind it because he wouldn't, he's never well. done that before, yeah. I don't think. I think that's the deepest I've ever seen Collins play. And I, I, I think I said to you a couple of times, I was like, I don't like the fact he's that deep. Really but it's like you said, it. maybe he was in there, you know, as the extra work right in the middle to make him make it. Maybe the extra work right in the middle, but he was our top scorer from the front, mm-hmm. leading from the front last season. Yeah, but that's against teams like Rochdale. You can't keep saying that. He's our leading scorer from last season. He, he can say it. No, you can't because he he needs he's a striker. That's where he needs to be. He needs to be where the ball can get a goal from, not not. Yeah, going yeah. to the centre circle and, and retrieving Jones it. Jones has said this season every game is a tactical battle. And yeah, this is what so, I'm about to say. This, you I know, know you're saying, Dave, but I would agree with sometimes if you've got a player like Collins who has he has an engine as well, mad engine. I think it's not a bad thing sometimes, especially like. Don't get me wrong, I don't want to see that at home, but against say like Cardiff away. Yeah, but he wins the ball. Like he wins the ball in more. midfield. Where's our out then? There is no out for him, is Mc there? Manaman. But, is but it, I don't on, think he? Collins is in that when he's that deep is there to win the ball it's normally pressure It's or he's coming in to receive the ball from our defenders and then he can open up and pass out wide uh, and then yeah. make that burst I've, forward maybe yeah, you know? yeah I agree with that I think it's a bit of both though. I think he's there for pressure as well pressure when we don't yeah, have the ball yeah off the ball yeah like you yeah. said as well it's, it's two and I, th- I thought we'd done it quite well but like you said You'd like to see him in the box a bit more, but I don't yeah, think but on he's the, on the day when we were standing yeah. when we were standing up where we were, we kept saying, "Why is Colin so deep? Mm-hmm. Why is he further up?" The whole match, I said no, to you I, guys, I there. Did, yeah, I remember. But, but he was uh, he's clearly there because that's Jones's tactics, weren't it? Okay, fair enough. Because I'll, go, I'll go with that. I don't I don't agree with that, but I'll go with it. I, yeah. I I wanted him to be further up the field. I want him to receive the ball more and had those opportunities to shoot and score if, and if you think yeah. about it how many times did he shoot at the goal uh, a few times couple. two or three not times not many well the one he should have scored definitely yeah. was the one I remember yeah the header as well in the first half did he not or was it him or McManaman I think it was McManaman I was there oh, I couldn't see it was the other end my eyes that naked I used <laughs> You're to wear, that good I, I used to wear glasses <laughs> right? I took them off myself that's why my eyes are poor now um, so yeah I think I think Collins was there for tactic reasons and like I said, if that's at home, I'd be a bit more like, mm. Yeah, of course. But away at Cardiff, I'm fine with it. Alex says, this could be controversial, so if you're easily offended, cover your ears. Should Shea start next week? Sloga has made too many mistakes, in my opinion. Well, let's go back to what we said earlier, isn't it? Give him a bloody chance. It's not going to do his confidence any good if you drop him If he gets him dropped, no, no, that's true. Yeah, I'd rather keep him in. I'll answer that in one word. No. no. Well, go. we've got Ipswich, <laughs> as of this recording, is tomorrow, maybe as you're listening tonight, does Shea start against Ipswich? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he will. He, he deserves a yeah, start. Yeah, like he, I said Shea? to you, beginning the season. See, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to say anything about Slew because I think he's still yeah. being very good in what he's been doing. But remember, I said the other week that I thought Shea should have started the season because mm-hmm. yeah. I do feel a bit sorry for James Shea. I don't think he's done anything wrong. Well, no, yeah, but, but 
Again, we've stepped up a league. Yeah, we've we've paid know, the money for a, you know what our record transfer fee for this goalkeeper. You've got to give him a chance. Um, too many mistakes. How many mistakes has he made? And two. And, yeah. Well, maybe three. But you can put you can put that against some of the fant- in those two games. The saves. The saves, the games, the saves yeah. against uh-huh. Middlesbrough. The the one that on the line that he batted away. You know things like that. Yeah. And and even on Saturday he made a world class save. Well, it's the Ipswich game um, tonight, tomorrow night, or whenever you're listening to this, it could have already happened. How many changes are we expecting? Because I, I think Shea deserves a start. I think maybe we'll see a couple of loan signings. Yeah, or think, I, I, don't think, I don't think they're changing drastically. I no, really I think I think Jones maybe two fullbacks. Are yeah, I think there. Jones has got to try the loan signings, the new people that are coming. He might. He's also said out. there's a full fit squad to pick from today. Yeah, really, which so means Luala could be playing. Luala on Hill. Well, why not? Fit to play. Why not? So give know. him a, give him a fit, chance. Start Get, give him a chance. Yeah, because then it opens up more opportunities going forward in the league. And one last one then. Joe, would you rather have a good cup run and finish low in the league or a bad cup run and finish high or mid-table in the league? It's a bit of an odd question. Uh, I'd like to stay okay. in the league. Yeah. Right. That's the first it's guaranteed. Oh, I don't, I don't so guaranteed stay in the league. Cup. If it's guaranteed league. stay in the league, I'd have a lovely cup run, thanks very much. But if it, if it depends on us staying in the league, no, I don't want one. I'd rather I stay in the league. I think it depends on what he means by good cup run. Do you know what I think? Final. I'll be honest, I just don't think that we have to worry about the cup. No, I think our main aim is to man. focus on the league and that is it. Yeah, but you Prioritize. know, as a fan, as a fan, we both know. Yeah, FA we Cup all, day, third all, round, isn't it now? We have to go oh yeah, well that's great. Round. We're already in the third round, that's the best yeah. one. Well, I guess we'll see what happens uh, against Ipswich. I think it's time to end the podcast today. Dog's barking. Sorry if you can hear him there next door. Um, thanks so much for listening. We've covered pretty much everything. Enjoy the Ipswich game if you're going and... We'll be back next Monday. Yeah. We'll talk about Ipswich. We'll talk about West Brom and review Sheffield Wednesday. And uh, it's going to so, be yeah, a good we, one. And uh, just to let you know that we're going to get a point against West Brom on Saturday. It wins tomorrow, right? There you go. Perfect. Wins. Three points. Thanks so much for listening. Rate us five stars. Subscribe. Tweet us at Owen the Town. And join us next week. Yeah.